the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And Merry March Madness, Lundy. It's here. We have the bracket, and it's glorious. I am so happy every time we jump on this pod. For people that don't know, Brad and I launched this podcast last year, like four days before the COVID shutdown (laughs) happened. We got a handful of episodes done. We were so excited to launch Fade the Noise podcast with last year's bracket, and then it all got shut down. So this is our first opportunity with the pod to finally be able to jump into March Madness, which Brad loves. And I got to give our boy brad evans a shout out here for a minute and i know i'm not alone because a couple other people talked to you on twitter last night and tagged you in this yesterday i found on DraftKings that they were doing a free pool that you could enter Hmm. that you had to make 10 predictions about the seeding and how the tournament bracket was going to come out and i sat back scratched my head and said you know what i'm going to do i am going to answer every one of these questions straight off of Brad's big board and brother you went 10 for 10 and I wound up with a free $58.63 from DraftKings because it was a hundred thousand dollar pool and so everybody that got 10 for 10 right got to split that pool so congratulations my man because it was stuff like uh who will have the better seed kansas texas or will it be a tie uh which of the following teams will make the tournament and duke was on there indiana xavier and of course utah state yeah things like that were the questions man golf clap to you because (laughs) you went 10 for 10 I copied your big board off of FTNBets.com. So did some other people on Twitter, which means they've got an extra $58 and some change to play with this week. I wish somebody would have given me a heads up that that was actually a thing. Like, I, I saw those screen grabs, and people were like, thanks, man, you won me a whole bunch of money. And they, they you know, then they sent the, the photo, the JPEG, and I'm like, what is this? Oh, my God, I could have won a free $58. I could have pissed away on one of these games that we're about to exactly. talk about. Exactly. Well, so, hey, I'm glad just it a out. shout out to you, my man, because you continue to be one of the best bracketologists out there. And I'm not just saying that as your co-host. I put, you know, we're putting our money where our mouth is here because a lot of us won because of your ability to predict the bracket. Well, I appreciate uh, – uh, the the shout out. I appreciate the support for everybody out there, and I'm glad you won some cash because I didn't even follow my own advice because I had no idea this pool was a reality. <laughs> but look, there are other pools, there are other picks, there are other ways for all of us to make money uh, this March, and you got to do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet four bucks on any underdog, and if that underdog wins, you win two hundred and fifty six. That's right. Turning $4 into $256 is 64 to 1 odds. Every dollar you bet can turn into $64. Pick one of many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256. All it takes is a $4 bet. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code FTN to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only 
at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to this West Region Special Edition NCAA Tournament and the Fade Five. Number five. All right, that's right. We're going to focus only on the West region. We're going to fire off a futures ticket after we roll through the fade five of a value team that could come out of this Gonzaga-led region. But let's focus on the game that's going to be played on Thursday night in the first four. UCLA taking on Michigan State. And um, I I want to throw this out there, and obviously this – Matchup isn't in the West, but I wanted to get this one out there early, Lundy. Uh, and I'm going to go with the Sparty Party here and in Michigan State. I'm going to lay the two points. A lot of liability already on this game across all the sports books that are out there, and understandably so. you got a pair of Blue Bloods, a couple of teams that, you know, UCLA, I, I know, was a very precariously sitting on the in-out line, Michigan State, you know, beating Illinois, beating Ohio State, beating Michigan in the regular season. Those three marquee wins should have been much further in than the first four. Uh, this team's playing great right now. AS, I understand they're 3-11 and as a favorite ATS this season, but their last eight games, Fashizuma, Izzo, and company, 1.082 points per possession, 0.920 points per possession allowed. They have minimized the turnovers, which have been problematic earlier in the season, and they really stretched the perimeter defensively, giving up in those eight games just 29.9% from downtown. Why is that important? Well, UCLA was number one in the Pac-12 in three-point percentage defense, so if they can neutralize Tiger Campbell, uh, you know, Juarez and those guys, I think it you know can certainly lead to fruits for Michigan State. Uh, the Bruins' interior D is rather feckless, number 208 in the country in two-point percentage defense. So Aaron Henry, Joshua Langford, Hauser, those dudes will push Sparty over the top. I think they win by five-plus going away on Thursday night. Fade or follow, Michigan State, minus two. I will follow you on this one. UCLA, of course, not ending the year they wanted to. We've talked about that four in a row loss. This is a funky one, too, because you got UCLA that can play offense but can't play defense, and Michigan State that at times looks like crap on offense but seems to do okay on defense. <laughs> Something's yeah. got to give here in this play-in game, and I'm going to go ahead and roll with Izzo because I don't like the fact that UCLA is coming in uh, on the streak that they are. I think Michigan State and Tom Izzo been there, done that, got the shirt. So let's roll with it. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a fun and certainly the marquee of the play-in games. I think it's going to be a fun one, but I think Michigan State pulls it out in the final couple minutes. Fade Michigan State in March? You crazy. Number four. All right, let's move on to the other first four matchup, and this one actually is in the West region, and that is uh, the Drake Bulldogs, our Drake Bulldogs, Lundy, going up against the Wichita State Shockers, the outright winners of the regular season title in the American Athletic Conference. You know the phrase it pays. Never fade the Drake. 26-1 and against the spread. I'm not going to do it here. I'm going to take them plus two, and you know I'm going to have a little action sprinkled on the money line. And the reason why is this. Look, both teams play controlled. Uh, they minimize the turnovers across the board, but Drake has the bangers inside the slashers particularly one darnell brody uh, he's a wide load and a guy that's going to have a huge advantage there in the post uh joseph yusefu uh Yusefu, excuse me has really flourished here down the stretch and the big news is tank Hemphill is expected to be back remember he has missed the last four weeks due to a foot injury and he is the team's leading scorer and rebounder 
And I think that's going to be a major shot in the arm. And you look at uh, Wichita State, last five games, number 201 in the country in two-point percentage D. So Brody, uh, Yesifu, and Hemphill should uh, really pile up the points in the interior. Drake, two on the season, number uh, 14, actually the last six games, number 14 in adjusted offense efficiency, shooting over 39% from along the arc and 55% inside of it. I think Wichita State is lucky to be in the dance. I think they're just vanilla, painfully mediocre. I love this Drake offense. And with Hemp Hill back, that should get them over the hump. Never fade the Drake. Don't do it, Lenny. I'm taking the Bulldogs plus two. I'm not fading them either. Are you kidding me? The phrase that pays has been with us all year. You talked about the fact that Hemphill, he's missed the last seven games for them. Leading scorer, leading rebounder. He comes back. You talk about the bodies they've got. Drake also shooting on the season. Uh, a good, what, 36%, I think, from outside yep. the arc. So That's they correct. can also do some damage from out there. That causes issues if you can control down the inside, but you can also kick it back out, hit those open shots. And you mentioned Wichita State. I do agree with you. I think they're lucky to be there yes they've got some some wins on their resume but they're not like dominant wins you know they're winning by a point they're winning by three they're winning by four they're not out there just absolutely trucking other teams and for that reason don't fade the drake in the play-in never fade the drake number three all right let's stick uh with another double digit uh potential cinderella how about the ohio bobcats against virginia I'm taking Ohio, uh, plus the eight and a half. Uh, why? We have no idea who has the COVID uh, with Virginia. Is it Jay Huff? Is it Beekman? Uh, is it Hauser? Like, who has it? Uh, it has not been revealed. Plus, this team is going to be getting inside the bubble in Indianapolis later than everybody else. Uh, so, a lot of inconsistency, a lot of inconvenience going on with this Cavs team due to their ongoing COVID issues. And uh, it, that's one reason why I love Ohio. In this matchup, uh, due to those impacts, and you look at the Bobcats, too, the last six games, scintillating offensively. 1.163 points per possession. That's number 18 in the country over that span. 40.6% from along the arc and 54.1% inside of it. Uh, The Virginia defense, I've called it the unpack line D because they're not nearly as stout as they've been in years past. Last five games, giving up 0.976 points per possession. It's number 99 in the nation. Uh, Only that, too, you know, Virginia plays at a slow Galapagos tortoise pace. Limited possessions means a tighter game. And watch out for Jason Preston. Man, uh, this kid can ball. He single-handedly nearly beat Illinois inside the State Farm Center in non-conference play when Illinois barely skirted by this team. He's shooting 40.3% along the arc. Roderick, 40.7%. And Vonderplas at 37.1%. The Bobcats bear their claws on offense, Lundy. I wouldn't be shocked if they beat Virginia straight up. Uh, given all the question marks uh, that are really plaguing this UVA club. So fade or follow, O-H-I-O, not the state variety, the homeschool fighting Gary Trent's plus the eight and a half. Folks, get ready to watch for number zero on the Bobcats. Brad already told you about him, Jason Preston. Have you seen what this guy did during the MAC yeah. tournament? He's a baller, he, man. He averaged 23 points, shot better than 50% from the field, including 55.5% from outside the arc. <laughs> this kid was awesome 
awesome over the course of the uh, games, the three games that they had within the uh, the MAC tournament. So as he goes, they go, and I think eight and a half points is enough for them to be able to keep things interesting against a Virginia team that, as you said, is going to be arriving in the bubble late, and I think they're going to be a little out of whack to get started. Roll with the Miggity 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 Mac, Daddy, Daddies. Number two. All right, moving on. Let's talk the 7-10 matchup out west. Uh, the Oregon Ducks, quack, 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 uh, going up against V. CU and Oregon's not going to be Fakwa in this game. I'm going to lay the six here against the Rams. Uh, Oregon is covered in five of its last six contests, and this game is going to come down to who wins a turnover battle. Uh, both teams love to exert pressure. Both teams force a lot of turnovers. Both teams thrive in transition. And what's interesting is VCU dies by the same sword that they usually apply. Uh, they also commit a ton of turnovers in their own right. 21.2% of their offensive possessions uh, in A-10 play resulted in a miscue. Oregon better ball handlers overall, especially with Chris Duarte. Uh, you look at VCU, a team, and three-point percentage D, number 156 in the country on the season. Oregon, meanwhile, number 19 in the nation in three-point percentage offense. Again, uh, largely due to Duarte's sharp shooting. Uh, the Ducks really seal off the defense of glass as well, uh, and that is important because VCU generates a second chance right around 30% of its possessions. In Oregon, their last 10 games, number 16 in the nation, and adjusted offensive efficiency, burden in the nets at 41.6% along the arc, pulled all together, too much talent, too hot, they will take care of business and get that cover, and potentially with ease against VCU. I know you hate to do this, Lundy, fade or follow <laughs> the Ducks minus six. I got to go with the Ducks at the minus six. I think this team's got a chance to, uh, you know, land in the pond and do some splashing here over the course of the tournament. They led the Pac-12 in steals, so they love to get in there. They love to force the pressure. They love to take the ball away from you. And, Brad, if I'm not mistaken, isn't every starter for the Ducks 6'5 or taller? That's about right. I think that's right. I mean, their length, what they can do out on the court, uh, they're going to use to their advantage. So obviously they went through, you know, scheduling challenges and everything with the Pac-12 schedule this season. But, um, you know, despite losing (laughs) to my Oregon State Beavers in the uh, semifinals of the Pac-12 tournament, uh, the Ducks are sitting pretty right now. I think they're going to do some damage against VCU. I think they can cover. Fly high with those positionless Ducks. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, uh, let's look at a matchup here, the 8-9 game, which is always a coin flip. And out west, it's Missouri and Oklahoma, uh, two teams that are trending in a similar direction, which is uh, round and round the circle she goes and potentially down the train. Uh, I'm going to go with Missouri here at plus two. I mean, Oklahoma's dropped seven consecutive games against the spread, Lundy. Uh, Over that seven-game stretch in Big 12 play, the third worst in overall efficiency. The only two teams that were worse in Oklahoma over that span in conference, Iowa State, which won, what, two games all year in Big 12 play, and Kansas State, which they're rancid, they're putrid, they're terrible. Uh, So that's the company that Oklahoma's been keeping. Uh, Really struggled defensively, offensively been okay, uh, but Oklahoma, a team that's outclassed in terms of rebounding, number 186-plus in offensive rebounding percentage and defensive rebounding percentage. I think if Missouri feeds the post to Jeremiah Tillman and Kobe Brown, and those guys are converting and sitting out of foul trouble, uh, they're going to win this game straight up. Uh, though the Sooners, 
do shoot the ball well from outside. And if there is a great neutralizer here, it's that three ball because Missouri has been average at best defensively protecting the perimeter. But I think, again, they're going to grind him down inside uh, with some of that post play, especially with Tillman, who is going to be the key cog for this Tigers club. So give me Mizzou over uh, not-so-booming Sooners at plus two. Vader, follow. Oh, man, I, I hate this game. Can we talk about the over-under instead? Do I have to? Because I think these two teams are yeah. coming in so putrid that I may want yeah. to look at the under on this one more than anything. I think the Sooners will get it done. I, I actually am going to fade you on this one instead of taking Mizzou with the points. But I agree with you. It's obviously that 8-9 matchup. It's that coin toss type of thing. I think the Sooners ultimately can get it done. But, man, this might be a game where I'm staying away from the spread. I'm thinking a little bit more about the over-under because, again, I think this may be a game that plays into the under just because both of these teams coming in a uh, uh, little little chilly, little little cooled off, we might say. Yeah, cold front uh, blowing yeah. through, and it's a polar <laughs> vortex over Missouri and Oklahoma right now. A uh, little bonus time. We're going to uh, fire off in a futures bet, but I know there are probably people out there wondering about the 5 to all matchup. Take Creighton. I'm, I'm not worried about the Cauchos. Creighton just flat out can score the Rock, and it's only 6.5. And, and, again, this is uh, one of the best – defensive teams that Greg McDermott has ever had. They're top 50 in the country in adjusted defensive efficiency. Do not get seduced by UCSB. It seems to be a trendy pick right now. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to avoid all the trendy picks, but that's certainly one I'm stabbing off. Uh, One futures wager I do like out West, you know, if you're looking for a value play, and you know, it's a tournament. Crazy crap happens all the time. Oregon is plus 2,500 to represent this region in the Final Four. That's worth like 20 bucks. Why not? Yeah, I would agree with that because, again, I said it. I mean, yes, just because they <laughs> lost Oregon State uh, doesn't mean that I don't think that they're not a, a team to be able to be reckoned with. Duarte is a beast when he's out there, especially when he starts to get into rhythm. So I agree with that one. On on my end, Brad, when we talk about coming out of this region, I'm going to do a little uh, a marriage CYA and I'm going <laughs> to sprinkle a few bucks on Kansas just because, well, you know, my wife's a Jayhawk, and if I expect to not be relegated to the basement for the next three weeks uh, in terms of where I am forced to sleep, I might want to uh, make sure that I include a little future on Kansas. They are a plus 650, by the way, Ooh. to make it to the final four. Ooh, I kind of like that, actually. Uh, as long as everybody's healthy, you know, yep. make sure you follow the protocols. KU, that's all we're asking. All right, but, uh, good stuff But I will there. not be, uh, as much as I love my Oregon State Beavers, I will not be placing any type of a Final Four wager on Oregon State. But I do think uh, I jumped on the Beavers at plus eight and a half the moment the spread came out because they have been a covering machine late, and I'm going to ride that wave with Wayne Tinkle. Yeah, well, might as well, you know, play that uh, that bias card that you possess yes, in your back pocket right? because it's been, it's been cashing for you. It's been cashing with me with Illinois. Uh, with the exception of the Ohio State game, the Big Ten tournament final uh, on a BS3 at the buzzer. I think I you know. saw that. A BS3 at the buzzer, and they ended up getting, oh, just whatever. It's pa- painful. Palate cleanser. Think about puppies, puppies, puppies mm-hmm. in the summertime. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Wavos. Drop us a rating or, and a review at your convenience as well. And download. Right now, it is live, our NCAA tournament 
scouting guide exclusively at FTMBats.com. Full page color breakdowns, beautifully designed by our man George Z. Uh, it's only $7.95 pluses, minuses, player to watch, and an overall team outlook to get you prepared for all your bets and your bracketing this NCAA tournament season. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.